0: All right. Well, welcome to Vision Sunday. Welcome to Vision Sunday. This is our once a year where we sit down and we talk, kind of have a family meeting. We talk about what God's been doing, um, what He has been doing, is doing, and will be doing. And you know, this is your opportunity to hear from some of our staff today, and uh, it's always really good uh, when they can come and share. I want to start off by opening our Bibles and Acts chapter 1. So if you need a Bible this morning, I really want to encourage you to grab one. Um, Annie is in the back. She has them. You can follow right along. I even know the page numbers on those. We're on page 935, Acts chapter 1. And I want to just start out this morning reading a little bit about Jesus's last words before he went into heaven. I mean, when someone has something to say right before they depart this earth and go into the next Phase of life. I think it's important that we hear, especially the words of Jesus. And so we're going to do that in Acts chapter 1. We're going to start off with verse 6. It says, Then they gathered around him, Jesus. They gathered around Jesus and they asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom of Israel? And what they're asking is, Jesus, we've been waiting for this kind of dream life to to restore us back to where it used to be. Jesus, can you just make life normal again? Jesus, can you make it like the good old days? Anybody think about the good old days? Which is only like about a year ago. But Jesus, can you make it like the good old days where I or we can be kind of comfortable? Where we can find it that life is just easy again. And it's interesting Jesus' response because they were longing for something of the past for their future. And Jesus' response in verse 7 says, it's not for me to know. What he's saying is, you're asking me about the future and the plans that God, my Father, has for you. And Jesus, I love this answer. He was like, I don't know. Jesus said, I don't know. Only the Father knows. But what I do know in verse 8 is as you step into your future, this new place that God is calling you, the new normal, you will receive power. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses. In your homes in Jerusalem, across the street in Judea, in Samaria, across the other side of the street, and to the ends of the earth. So what Jesus knew was, I don't know if he's going to restore what what you want, but what I do know is that you're going to move forward in power. I don't know about you, but I need some power. And he gives it to us in his Holy Spirit to live this life, to guide us, to teach us, to lead us, to correct us. We need it. We need him. And I think the cry of the church even now is, God, when is it going to be like the good old days? Church, I've got news for you. The good old days are gone, but the good new days are coming because he's with us, and he's going to empower us to live this life. And I've said it multiple times, but I'll say it again. You are here for such a time as this. This time has not surprised our Father in heaven. His throne hasn't, like, tipped over a little bit. He is still solid. He's still doing what he wants to do. And it's his plan. And apparently a part of his plan was to shake up the church a little bit. Maybe we've built too much upon what we're doing and we're not relying on what he's doing. Maybe we're following the wrong people and we're not following Jesus. Maybe we're Relying on some guy or some gal up front to share with us. And Jesus is like, You need to rely on me. You need to get in here. And you need to press into me. And I will show you. I will teach you. I will lead you. I mean, sermons are nice. Go home, hopefully, you feel decent afterwards. (laughs) They're challenging hope it's not always dessert, but sometimes you have to take home and you have to chew on something for a little while before you can actually swallow it. Jesus has new things for us. And what I'm excited about Vision Sunday is this, this is the Sunday we're four square. We are a four square church. We are a denomination, part of something way bigger than us. So we are required once a year to kind of have a little powwow as a church, kind of a family meeting. So, welcome to our family meeting. We have some really rebellious siblings that will be sharing today. Um, it's the one Sunday, we, we, you know, the staff will come up and share a little bit. And, uh, but we do talk about money, and I just, so let's talk about tithes and offerings. Make sure you get this on tape, so, it's, so if Foursquare checks us out, we can make sure we're on. First of all, about tithes and offerings, what I want to say is, I want to say thank you because you, as a church, has been so faithful during this time. Two thousand twenty, you know, there's churches that still aren't meeting. There are churches that have gone under. There are churches that have fired their staff and let go of their staff. There are pastors that have quit. I was just telling somebody this morning, um, I won't say my name, but I was just telling them, like, hey, how long have you been a pastor here? Well, about a year now. I took over in late February, and three weeks later, we shut her down. (laughs) Welcome to ministry, you know. The wind and waves still know his name. I'm hanging on to that promise, yes. You know, and so tithes and offering is huge. It's our obedience. And that's what I just want to simply say about tithes and offering. Now, some say, well, Jesus didn't talk about tithes. He mainly talked about, you know, just give with, you know, give. And some people say, well, the tithe is gone. Jesus says he didn't come to abolish the law, but to fulfill it. So we still tithe. That's 10%. And what what do we as a church do with your 10%? I almost brought up hand sanitizer and toilet paper this morning, but, <laughs> but we're almost out, so I just didn't want to ruin it, and you know, but, you know, we pay, we pay for our staff, we are very frugal with our money here, this music stand, actually, this one right here, I bought it at Value Village like about a month ago for 2 yeah. for, they're, they're 60 bucks, 70 bucks. I paid two ninety nine. And then we paid $3 for a can of paint, and Krista painted it. It looks awesome. Okay? She missed a spot, like, right back in here. So. If, if you want to look, you can out here. So we spend the money on practical things. In order to keep the lights on. It really is a miracle that we're open, church. I mean, I'm going to introduce the council later, but the current council knows the wind and the waves. And by the numbers, I just want to say we should have closed. It's God's idea that we're here. It's God's idea. So what we do with the tithes and offering is for the practical, we buy a little gravel, which we need some more, and we're actually work, getting ready to work on our parking lot here. So I'm like, my car I'm tired of my car being muddy. Cleo thought I drove through. A, she goes, did you go four-wheeling in this thing? I said, no, it's just the church parking lot. You know? So we're working on that stuff. So what are offerings then? If my tithes are my 10%, then what's my offerings? Then offerings are just above and beyond. And we have all kinds of things that we offer to. Like the park, did you, get, you know, the blackberry bushes are gone, and we have grass out there, and sprinklers out there, and hopefully a kid's play area this coming year. That's the offerings, special offerings. During Christmas, we did a collection for Echo Glen, the children's prison that's 20 miles from here. It's a prison for kids, grade schoolers all the way up to high school. And so we gave them Christmas presents. You guys gave so much, we were able to help two houses out there. And I received a few thank, thank you cards this week in the mail. It's precious. So now they know where we are. <laughs> and they know my name. We actually bought Christmas presents for Teen Challenge. Teen Challenge. And thank you guys for being in the house. We love you guys. You guys are always welcome. While you're in the program, and especially when you're out of the program, come back. Come back. Be family here. You know, and so we do special offerings throughout the year. We offer to our missionaries, and so we sponsor different missionaries. And so we do have missions here at the church, and so and we added one, so you're going to see it this morning. So across the street and around the world, I love that. Because Jesus says, as you read this in Acts chapter 1, he says, hey, you're going to go to Jerusalem. Yeah, you're, you're in the right here. And then you're going to go down the street where it's still close by, but it's different. Okay? But then you're going to actually, then really going to go. And you're going to go and go. And so I love that. Across the street and around the world. So we sponsor missionaries here. Anna Marie, who's in Germany. Arise Ministries, so this is a brand new one this year, so Pastor Yasir and Monique, Pastor Monique in the middle, and that's their boys um, on the side, they are Arise Native American Ministries, and so they minister to over 500 nations within our nation. From Alaska and Hawaii, we've actually been asked to go to Hawaii on a mission trip, (laughs) And I'm like, oh, I just don't think I can do that. Maybe I will do that, and I'll let you know (laughs) how that goes. But he works with Native Americans um, all around the United States, Um, and they're an amazing couple. And if you've ever partnered with them, we partner with them on several mission trips, and it's really an incredible, incredible experience to be with them. And uh, Healing Hearts Ministry, helping people with the hurts of their past, especially about the abortion issue. And they are worldwide now. It's an incredible ministry. The Seed Company, helping get the Bible in people's native languages, Gloria and Gilgravelle. These are the oldest, not oldest, sorry if you guys are watching. These are our young hipsters, um, but we've been sponsoring them. I've been at this church for a long time, 20... 20 2020, 20, yeah, long time. And so they're the longest running, thank you, that's a great way to put it, longest running missionaries we have here. And they are helping translate the Bible all around the world. And it's so powerful is uh, a ministry that's helping families um, in Lusaka, Zambia specifically, but now they've expanded this year to Livingstone, um, Zambia. And so Livingstone, there's a it's spelled stone. I always want to say stone, but it's Livingston. And so now there's two locations that's so powerful in Zambia. And they're just coming alongside of families there, teaching them vocation and sewing. That's why it's so powerful. But also this whole purse project thing has taken off. And they collected over 20,000 purses that people are making and sending to us. There's a certain pattern. It has to be specific. And they send it. And they, 20, over 20,000 this year. And then local missions, Echo Glen Children's Center, we talked about, Adult and Teen Challenge, we talked about. And then two or three times a month, we have a small team, and you're welcome to join that team, and we do meal prep um, for um, homeless and low-income families in rent, and about 120 meals two or three times. And so these are offerings. These are things that we, we give to. Are we done talking about money? Well, one more thing. So if you're interested, and I know Carrie is going to be sending out an email for those of you that have already participated in giving in the past um, for missionaries, if you're interested in the back, there's one of these forms, and you can just look and say, oh, yeah, I want to help with missions. You can just fill out, like, my, I'll just tell you what my family does. We just fill it out real quickly, and we just give a general amount, and it's divided up to all the missionaries. Um, and then, um, but there, and then there's one that we give to a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you're interested in doing that, please do that. You can also do that online if you want. We're trying to get a little... It's 2021? Yeah. So we can do things online now? Yeah. Okay, so we're trying to do that a little bit and trying to get that figured out as well, okay? On your phone, online, that's great. All right, so yes, giving. Church council. We talk about church council at Vision Sunday. Our current church council is, Carrie and I are the, we're always there, so our pictures aren't up there, Um, but voted by you. If you call this place your home, then you are welcome to vote. And so these are our current council members, Doug Ellis. Doug Ellis is in the house, okay? Fad Kittleson, and did you guys know that Fad is married to our announcement girl, Nicole? Okay. And Nicole does announcements by video a couple times a month. They're at home because of the circumstances that we're in right now. And, and so we love them. Actually, Nicole is my cousin. We just found out. You know that 23andMe thing? She sent me a text not too long ago and said, hey, guess what? I, never, I don't text Nicole that often. I said, I don't know. What? She goes, we're cousins. Through, my, through our dad's side somewhere, somewhere. So now we're cousins, so. And then we have Bakhtiar, who will be here second service, and Eric. Eric's in the booth right now. I think that's Eric. There he is. Okay. So thank you. I just want to, can you give it up for our council members? Awesome. They help us with our, with our finances when, you know, they see all the numbers, and they pray and help us make the decisions on what to do. So these are our current ones. Now, Eric, we're kicking him out because he wanted the biggest picture up there, and so we're like, that's it. That's the final straw. He actually had signed up to do two more years, and we're super excited because he is a great advocate for you. But we hired his wife, Krista, who you'll see here in a few minutes. And um, our policy is you can't be a staff, you can't be in council if you're married to a staff member because of the the conflict, right? Not that they would, no, that we wouldn't have a problem. (laughs) <laughs> but just in case we did, we're trying to create, we're just trying to create policy, you know, and so, so that's, so he's moving out, and we're going to vote in a new council member, and so again, if you call this place your home, then um, we encourage you to vote, and again, it's 2021, we do have ballots in the back. By, at the table that if you just like, I do not want to do this online or on email. I just have to check a box today and be done with it. You are welcome to do that. But also at 9 a.m. this morning, an email was sent out. Some of you have already seen it. And it's, it's the vote for, the, for our new council. So we have, boy, we have Bill Collins, and he's in the house. Amen. Bill? Amen. We have... DeCaro. We have Jody Collins. That will be interesting. Because we can only vote for one. Because we're only losing Eric. And so we can only vote for one. So don't check every box. I want to check every box. I love these people. Then we have Judy Sefervich. And then we have Ruth. And we have Tony Dietrich right here. We have Tony Dietrich right here. Come on, servant, this guy. And then we have Vicki Johnson in the house. So. Yeah. So vote for one, pray. There's not a bad choice. Unlike some other elections we've had recently. There's not a bad choice here. They're all going to be phenomenal. And I wish they can all be on council, but those meetings would be really long. Okay? So this is our church council that we'll be voting. So please, vote online. Please do that. That would be great. We'd love you to do that. I want to say that we have an incredible staff here at the church who pour out their lives for you, church. I hope you know that. I feel guilty many times when I'm hanging out with them because I'm the only full-time person here at the church. And I don't really think about that very often, honestly, because I feel this is a calling. This is not a paycheck, even though I do appreciate it. <laughs> um, but it's calling. And each one of our staff members feel called to be here and to serve you. Some of them only get paid five, six hours a week, um, but they're here a lot more than that because, because they care. I was having conversations this week, and it was like, I just, can't, I just cannot care. And so when you care, you pour your life into it. And so I wish we could pay these people 40 hours a week just where we're at right now. But I'm thankful for them, and I hope you are too. And so we have Brandon Blue. (laughs) And we have Carrie Allen. We have Krista Munch. We have Annie Garcia. And we have Marcy Jones. I apologize. We have... Reverend Marcy Jones. So, okay, it's just avoided one of those emails. Um, So I really want you to give it up for your staff. Can you do that? We are are beyond blessed um, to have them here and to serve us and to lead us. And so thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And there's so many of you, I would love to just... I just think a lot of you are on staff, honestly. Claire Marcello, thank you for being on staff today and leading worship. Really. I know it's hard. It's a small room. It's it's hard. But you guys are anointed worship leaders, so thank you, thank you, thank you. We have a great staff here. We try not to have too much fun. I mean, you know, sometimes it's just... You come in and you just hear the stories, the phone calls, the emails, and you're just like, can I just go home and take a nap? So a couple of weeks ago, we actually just pulled out the ping pong table and played ping pong for like half an hour. Off the clock, we clocked out, but we just needed to hit something and, um, and swing at miss and stuff and then laugh. I mean, we laugh more in that when we and we've only done that a couple of times, I think we should do that more often. So, so Brandon, we left you out on that one, sorry, and Carrie, but maybe next time you're here, we'll do that. Um, so, I want to invite a couple of our staff members to come up, and they're just going to share a little bit about what they do here and and God's calling in their life. And so, our first one is Pastor Marcy Jones.
1: Good morning. My name is Marcy and I'm the children's pastor here. Um, Please don't call me Reverend. Um, (laughs) I have been on staff here officially about four years, but I started volunteering in the nursery about 13 years ago. So I've been serving here a while um, and I officially became the children's pastor about a year and a half ago, July 2019. So I've been doing this very short time. So I just want to talk for a few minutes, five to seven minutes, about um, children's ministry and what we do and um, some of the fun we have. So when we were talking about this and the assignment was a review of 2020, I just want to come up here and shake my head because, but then I I started thinking about all the good things. So we're going to focus on the good things today. Um, So last February... We are averaging thirty-five to forty kids a week between nursery up to sixth, seventh grade, um, and I try hard to not to look at numbers, but when the number is zero, it's really hard to not notice. <laughs> so um, I really, really wanted to find a different way to connect. Um, so we started Saturday morning Zoom calls, which went really well. I mean, one week I had like fifteen kids on there, um, and we kind of stopped doing that when summer came just because nobody wants to be inside on a Saturday morning when it's nice here. So I started also, pretty shortly after we closed down, I started doing deliveries, Sunday school deliveries to families here. And I started out with 15 families, and my last delivery was 33 families. And um, it's about 62 kids now, um, depending on what I'm delivering. And I added it up just because I like numbers. A few volunteers and I have delivered 350 (laughs) deliveries to porches in families. So, um, and about 40% of those now out of the 33 families are outreach, they're families that don't come here. So it's really been a good outreach. Um, People just saying, hey, my neighbor isn't going to church or my physical therapist's granddaughter needs a bag. Um, So if you know anyone that would be blessed by this, let me know. Um, I'm probably going to do an Easter one last week of March-ish. So just let me know before then, and um, I can get you a bag. And uh, the last one I did around Valentine's Day, I delivered plain white tiles, and the only direction was um, paint a heart on it. So this is one I got back. Um, This is one. He's four. He did a great job. (laughs) And this is one. It's a five-year-old girl. Can you tell? (laughs) So what I'm going to do with these, there's going to be 70 in all, and it's going to be hung on the wall, all the hearts, in a heart shape. Um, in a mosaic. And I'm not sure where that's going to go yet. I have some ideas. (laughs) So um, look for that soon, hopefully soon. I'm still collecting tiles. Um, And another thing I did for outreach was I asked for volunteers to write cards to the kids. So I have a team of about 14 volunteers. And um, every couple months, every month, whenever I think about it, I deliver cards and envelopes and stamps to them, and then they write cards to the kids and mail them. So the kids are getting mail, encouraging notes from people in this church. So if you'd like to be a part of that, let me know, um, and I will add you to my list. I'm next week doing another round of those. So another thing we did um, this summer, we had a three-day VBS, which was um, online or in person, And we had about 13 kids come in person, and probably three, four, five online, I can't remember now. But it was such a great time. The grass had just been planted and started to grow, so we got to run around on the grass, and we had water balloon fights a couple times, and it was just such a great time for the kids that were here, and for me. Um, It was super uplifting. So I'm hoping this summer to do a VBS sort of thing again, Um, again, when I look forward. to 2021, I'm kind of like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> so I'm trying to focus on what's next instead of big plans, um, which is hard for me. I like plans. So, um, but one thing I know, and one thing I tell the kids all the time, because the kids are really, they're having a hard time. They're struggling. They, most of them aren't going to school. The only chance they get to be with other kids is here. And we're on carpets six feet apart, Um, but it's something. It's what we can do right now. So um, and I tell them all the time, Jesus doesn't change. This looks totally different, but Jesus is the same. And that's one thing I want them when they leave True North Kids to go to Wildfire or go out in the world or wherever, God, like you said, God loves them for who they are. And I don't want them to just hear it. I want them to feel it, and I want them to know it. So my vision is that they would know God's love um, when they when they leave here. Um, and I want them, it's been since I started here, I want them to be known by you guys, not just as kids who come in here once a month and disrupt worship, <laughs> but... <laughs> I want them to be known by you, which is why I started posting in the RCC Facebook group pictures of what we do on Sunday, and um, they're in worship all the time now, and honestly, I don't know when that's going to end, but I want them to be known and loved here by you, because when you know somebody, you can invest in them, and so I want them to feel invested in when they come to church. So as far as what's next... I really would like to separate. Right now, the kids at the age span is four to 14. and We're all in one room because we can't separate into classrooms and stay six feet apart. So we do have the other building, the portable, that I would like to separate the older kids, like fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth. Um, But I don't know when that's going to happen. Soon, I hope. I would also like to restart the preschool curriculum at some point. Right now, um, they're just in there playing, which is great for parents. But um, for the kids, I want to restart something, and again, soon, hopefully. <laughs> um, and on that note, soon, hopefully, volunteer sign-ups will be coming. Um, I can't do this alone. I need you guys. Um, and I know it's hard right now. I know it's hard. The kids all wear masks, um, and the volunteers will all need to wear a mask. But... Hopefully in the next couple months, um, more people will start coming back and we can um, have volunteer signups again. So please pray about that. And so I would just like to say thank you because you all have been so supportive and amazing to me, to them. They can feel it. They know it. And it just makes coming to church good for them, and I really appreciate it. So thank you. So now I would like to introduce my friend Krista to talk about wildfire.
2: Hello, my name is Krista. Hi, Hi, and I am the youth administrator, which basically what that means for y'all who don't know um, is I help wrangle 12-year-old to 18-year-olds in a... Weekly setting, it's pretty crazy. So, you know what? I wouldn't have this job if it weren't for the youth. And actually, there are two wildfire members in here right now. Olivia is right over there. And Nathan Jones just joined us. Nate's here. And you know what's awesome? I love it. Because Olivia this morning said to me, she said, I'm gonna come in. I wanna be there the early service because you know there's not gonna be anyone else there, and I wanna be there to support you. So that was awesome. Thanks. So There you go. I told you what that is. So Wednesday nights we meet and we get together and it's from 630 to 830 and we have hang time first. We play a game. Then we have snacks. And I know snacks might be different to you guys, but basically snacks is candy. (laughs) I know before I did this, Kevin always says, this is the food of my people. Well, yeah, it is. Candy (laughs) is. Um, So and then we do worship and then we have a lesson. And recently we've started breaking the kids. So the younger kids go to one group and the older kids stay in another and we discuss the lesson but last week we did it boy girl it was great all the boys went in the other room us girls talked that's when i think some of the best time is is when we're able to kind of to grow and learn or they're able to so what was 2020 like in my notes 2020 is highlighted red 2021 is green just cuz that's how i feel but anyway we did zoom when we could first, when we couldn't meet, we couldn't come here, we did Zoom meetings. We played Scriblio, which is like, I don't know, Pictionary. That was really fun. Then, I mean, But you know, it's Zoom meetings. These are teenagers. I had one of them. One of them was actually skateboarding while she was on the Zoom meeting. So that was interesting. <sighs> So, and then in July, we went camping. We go camping every year at Rimrock Lake. Yeah, and it's awesome. It's great. Kevin brings out the boat. They tube. We sit out. We eat food. We worship at night. We have, it's really good. Good time. Then, whenever we could get together, we started doing sonic runs, DQ runs, and having just snacks and stuff. Snacks. And, um... Now, we started doing Friday night hangouts. And you may say, well, you already meet on Wednesday nights. Why are you doing Friday night hangouts? And the reason is, is that being a teenager is tough. And these kids are dealing with anxiety. They're dealing with depression. There's mental issues. And, you know, a stay-at-home order for a teenager is almost like a death sentence. They're, they're just having a hard time. And with the school being closed, they have no time to get together. So we do Friday night hangouts. We have two a month. We do service project one time where we help with um, so powerful purses, you know, just pack them up and stuff. And then we have movie night, game night. We do something. We have fire pit night. But that's so they can get together. And you know, at first we're kind of like Kevin said, well, if they come, we'll do it. And I'm like, okay. And they're coming every time it's packed every time, which is great. So yeah, yeah, it's awesome. So, um, the kids want to meet these kids want to be together. And so I had a verse that I was just like, what about meeting? What would be a good verse? So Hebrews 10, 25 says, not giving up meeting together as some of you are in the habit of doing, but encourage one another and all the more as you, do, or as you see the day approaching. So when I see that, I think encourage. And these kids, when they're together, they're encouraging each other. They're, you know, it's a time they can get together. So it's great. Uh, so wildfire, we provide a safe place We provide a fun place. There's lots of laughing, much like ping pong. We play ping pong on Wednesday nights, too. There's a place to worship. But most importantly, it's a place for them to meet Jesus and for them to learn about Jesus. And once they meet Jesus, we're the ones who are going to help them learn how to walk with Jesus. And it's, I mean, come on. Who wouldn't want to be doing that? I mean, it's amazing. I mean, Olivia, I absolutely love her. And I'm going to be there for her whenever she wants. And same with Nate. Nate's amazing. Nate was up later than I was last night. But I'm there for you all the time, buddy. And that's just how it works. So what does 2021 look like? I don't know. Mercy, I'm going to steal from Marcy. Marcy. I don't know. I don't know. But we did start a girls' Bible study, so now we're meeting another night on Monday nights, and the girls are loving it. It's a great time. We get together. We're going through a rooted book for teenagers, which I know a lot of you have been through rooted. So we're doing a teenage rooted book. We're going to go camping in July. We've already got that booked. And uh, we're going to do more service projects and more Friday night hangouts, for sure, because they need that time. Mission trip is a big question mark. We're not sure when we'll be able to go, if we normally go. We usually go on um, spring break. Last year, obviously, we weren't able to go. So we don't know what's going to happen with that yet. The auction, I sent on an email at the beginning. Well, through Annie, we sent on an email about the auction and whether that's going to happen. As soon as stuff opens up, hopefully, we'll be able to get the auction going. But honestly, our main goal is to reach kids. That's it reach kids, introduce them to Jesus, help them walk with Jesus. So that's, there you go. That's our vision for wildfire. So I want to introduce Annie and I will tell you that Annie is amazing. She's my office mate and I actually looked at her. She shares what she went through in youth group and it really helps me. So here you go. Annie Garcia.
3: So hi, my name is Annie Garcia and my official title I think is pastoral assistant. Um it's kind of the equivalent to uh, other duties as assigned. <laughs> <laughs> so there you have it. Um so I have a little story to start out with about my son Ben. He's 10 and on Tuesday we were at home, we were sitting in our living room and I was writing in my notebook and he asked me what I was doing and I said, "Well, PK asked me to share on Sunday. Um, but I'm just writing my notes, because I don't know if I'm going to do it yet. I might just write my notes and give it to him. And he said, well, why wouldn't you want to get up there and share, Mom? And I said, well, it's, it's kind of scary. <laughs> I said, I, I don't like talking in front of people. And then they're all staring at me. It's kinda... And he said, well, Mom, you mean the community of people that love and support you? That shouldn't be hard. <laughs> So yes, I got schooled by my 10-year-old. <laughs> he was right. And it's also a great intro into what I'm going to be talking about today, which is a community of people that love and support you. <laughs> so uh, the first thing that we want to talk about is, or I want to talk about, is the ushers and greeters. And um, we really have a heart to see the ushers and greeters grow into um, a group of people that reach out and connect with you all. You know, it's hard coming to church for the first time. If you're visiting a new place, it's tough to walk in and not know anybody, not where any, know where anything happens or goes. And we want to make that as easy as possible. The other thing is sometimes it's just tough coming to church, even if you are somebody that goes here regularly. And um, maybe you're having a tough week. Maybe you're hurt, angry, grieving. It's hard to walk through the doors. And um, I have a story about when... Our youngest son, Gabriel, was born. He spent seven months in the hospital, and there were days where it was just really tough for me to be here Sunday morning. And I wanted to be here for the worship. I wanted to hear the preaching, but I just did not have the emotional capacity to talk to people. (laughs) And so I would talk to Pam, and she would set up little reserve seats in the back row for me so that my family could slip in after worship. And then we could leave when we wanted to. And that's not typically the way we want to do church, right? We don't typically want people to slip in and out unnoticed. But Pam saw me, and she knew me, and she knew what I needed at that time. And that is really what we want to continue to do, is meet people where they're at, see them, give them a friendly face and a greeting when they come in, and make visiting a new place as easy as possible, and love people where they're at. Um, The second thing I want to talk about is care team. And uh, this is something we really have a heart and a vision for going forward. Who knows what exactly it will look like or how we'll do it. But our heart is that we want to create a network of people who desire to help and care for others. We hope that when you're having a tough time, when something's going, going wrong and you need some help, that you have people that you can talk to, friends if you're in a home group, but maybe you don't, or maybe those people don't have the resources that you need to meet your need. And so we want you to have people to reach out to who then can reach out to the rest of the care team, or maybe people that they know, or people in their n- neighborhood, their community, so that we can network together to care for each other, and to care well. We want to do things like meals uh, for families with new babies, hospital stays, life challenges. A lot of you guys already do that. Thank you so much. It's super awesome. Um, You guys did that for me again when my son was in the hospital, and you did it for a really long time. And it was such a huge blessing because not only did it free us up uh, physically to do other things, but you bless us emotionally at a time that we couldn't give to you guys, you gave to us. And that, that supported us and made it so much easier to face life's challenges. It's just a meal, it's not just a meal. You guys, it really meant a lot, so thank you. Um, other things we wanna do is hospital visits, when and if this is possible again. Uh, if you need somebody to go with you, If we can come visit you, if we can give you a ride. Grocery shopping, if you for any reason need help with groceries, um, give you a ride, go pick something up for you. Uh, childcare, cards, phones, texts, encouragement. This is what we want to be able to do, and we want to work together to do that. So um, if any of those things or really anything in the church sparks your interest that you want to serve in, uh, you can come talk to me after service in the foyer, or you can call or text me. And we're back to Kevin.
0: Thank you. You take that. You. That mic has germs on it. I don't want it now. I told you, we had a great staff here, don't we? And Carrie and Brandon didn't even have a time to share. Sorry. We ran out of time. Um, Hey, if you are interested in going a little bit deeper in the finances stuff of RCC, we do have that available. We have nothing to hide from you. And so, Carrie has, um, she does a phenomenal job with our bookkeeping here at the church. And uh, I'll just tell you real quick, and I know the numbers in the back are red. Yeah. Um, but. You know, when you have to sit down at home and try to figure out, man, do I pay my light bill or do I pay the garbage or the mortgage? Um, We were at that point. And um, Carrie carried that weight um, quietly. Never complained about it. She carried that weight. And it was a weight, wasn't it? So um, so thank you for doing that, Carrie. And um, this year has been a lot better. And... um, it's not as much, it's not as heavy. So uh, so thank you for that. Hey 2020 was challenging. And the after the storm continues to be a little bit challenged, but I want to say that God is still working in the midst of it. In the midst of lockdowns or shutdowns, you know, our church was we just been had been really busy for years and we kind of started neglecting it a little bit. Kind of the property, and so, man, the church got a brand new paint job i don 't know if you noticed um, we have door, front doors that are blue now, you know, and you know, and we have a, the park continues to grow, and it 's exciting and you know we started we, we started ministries in the midst of shutdowns. the meal ministry was one of them the other one was wait, I had these college age kids that 's been a burden on my heart as the youth pastor for twenty years. One of the hardest things was t- once they would graduate and move on, you know, the church just didn't have anything for them, and um, you would just see the struggle. But in, in 2020, we started a college-age group, it's called Ignite, and, um, and they meet right now Zoom-wise, um, but, you know, they were meeting in person, and it's super exciting to watch them grow. And... Um, and they are excited to be together and be challenged to walk with Jesus in this time. And it is their time to shine. And so we're excited about the Ignite group. Hey, one of the things I want to challenge us with is um, next Saturday is uh, we're, I want us to do a, a prayer walk as a church. So this is what it's going to look like. We've done a couple in the past where I've asked you to come here. We show up on a Saturday morning we gather, we pray a little bit, and then we get in our cars or walk to the communities real close by. And we spend about an hour, half an hour, just walking through those neighborhoods and praying through those neighborhoods and asking Jesus to to show us how specifically to pray. And I'll just say, yeah, it sounds awkward at first, right? But I've done it a couple times, and I'll just start walking, and I go by myself. And it is amazing when you're walking by houses and how God will speak to you and say, I want you to pray for this. Like, I remember I was walking through the neighborhood across the street, really expensive, nice homes, but what I noticed was there was nobody out and about. This was a Saturday, and doors were closed, and shutters and curtains were closed, and the Lord was just saying, man, people are locked up and shut down. This is even before, and the Lord is saying, I want to open doors. I want the curtains to be open, and I want my light to shine into those homes. And so he'll speak to us. So this is going to be different next Saturday. This is what I'm going to ask you to do. I'm going to ask you around 1030. Now, it doesn't have to be. If you just like, I can't do it at 1030, then do it at 1:30. Just do it. But some of us are going to start at 1030. And I want you to walk through your neighborhood, rain or shine. Even snow. <laughs> just walk, just shuffle if it's snow. I want you to walk through your neighborhood, and I want you to pray for your neighbors. And I want you to ask the Lord to do whatever He wants to do in them. Wear your RCC swag or your RCC what is it called street what? Oh, I was going to say street cred, but streetwear. Yes, yeah, that's fine. I don't want to do it to promote our church. I want to do it to promote Jesus. And I want Jesus to be famous in our community. And then when people hear the name of Jesus, it's not something that they think negative of, but they're like, oh, yeah, I I know that Jesus. And so I encourage you to walk your neighborhoods next week. It says 1030, 1130, however long. Maybe it's five minutes. Maybe it's 10 minutes. Maybe it's two hours, whatever it might be. But I want you to get out in your neighborhood. I'll go on Facebook Live, and I'll be goofy me walking through my neighborhood to start. And you can, maybe we can chat back and forth. But I really want to encourage us, if we're going to be the church that does what Jesus asked us to do, in his final words, he says, I want you, you're going to be my witnesses. I'm going to empower you, and you're going to be my witnesses. And the world will know that I'm the Messiah, the Savior of the world because of you, because you're going to go. Yes, you're going to go in your own neighborhoods across the street, but you're also going to go to the other ends of the world. And we do that here through our missions, support, and though I don't know if you've noticed, but our world is here in our community. So thank you, church. Thank you for being here on Vision Sunday, for being with us and hanging out with us, watching, watching out over us. Um, We as a staff and council love you, and uh, we're excited about what God has for us. It's funny to watch the staff members say, 2021, what are we going to do? It was that. I mean, we have plans, trust me. Yeah, do we want to do an out-of-school barbecue? Yes. Do we want to do adult and youth mission trips? Yes. Do we want to have movie nights in our, our new park? Yes. And we will when it's time. Do we want to do our connect groups? Man, we are geared up. We had host homes. We had, we had all that. Not now, right? It wasn't, it's not time. So that means whenever God wants us, we want to be ready. I want to be ready. I want to be ready. So let's pray together. So Lord, thank you for this morning. Thank you for all that you're doing Lord, all the volunteers that serve here and have served here. God, for the things that you're touching in our hearts this morning and calling us to maybe new places to volunteer, new places to serve. Lord, I think is this is all your idea. Now, this is your idea. And so, Lord, we pray that your kingdom would come. And, God, we pray that your will would be done in all the details, from new council members to missions to small groups for our kids, for our youth, and for our college kids. Jesus, your will be done. And we thank you for a Sunday where we can look and really have our eyes open to say, wow, God, you are working. You are working. So thank you for today, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, go in power this morning. Know that he has filled you and be excited about walking with him. Vote for council members. Grab a mission form. We'll see you next Sunday.